I am Jupiter, and I am the Marshal. I am Oz, and I am playing Gus Rissle Lodge. It's Bamps, and I'm playing Sal Roxhall. This is Cotton, and I am playing Seamus McKinnon. And this is uh, Super Cookie, and I'm your friendly neighborhood pepper. It has been a few hours. You guys have pulled over to make camp. I hope everybody sees the campfire in front of you. Yes. Perfect. Sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, so there's the uh, campfire, uh, uh, gristles, clean it up, the, the stew he made. And uh, Sal is just quietly humming on his harmonica as you guys are just gathered around the fire. Uh, I guess relaxing before you finally go to sleep. So tell me what's going on and uh, what's the conversation? Uh, Sal isn't participating in the conversation, but he is his, his violin and is just kind of messing with it and playing it a little bit. Oh, okay. Pepper doesn't really say much normally, so she's just cleaning one of her guns, wiping it down. Seamus is pulling out uh, some like parts of gadgets and whirly gigs and bobs from his backpack, and is kind of uh, looking them over. He's like rolled out a leather, um, like like a leather pouch that like rolls up of like various tools and implements and. Yeah, you know, little screwdrivers and tiny hammers, and it's you know like tinkering away, like muttering. He's here, and uh, and just it's kind of like messing with it. Gristle has during the time that he has cooked the dinner, and in the process of cleaning, has somehow disappeared an entire pound of meat, and there's still little bits of it. Like around his around his mouth, occasionally he'll reach up and kind of wipe away with the back of his sleeve as everybody's siloed off doing their own little things, and he'll look over at uh, Sal and eye that that fiddle. Now that looks mighty familiar. Why don't you uh, play us a little something since we're out on the trail? If you can. Oh, I sorry. Uh, I got a one and a two on my performance roll. I clearly have to Benny that. So just go ahead and uh, I can that a second time. There it goes. Uh, with a race, almost two races. I got it a wild die. Uh, uh, it's something that is slow, quiet, and a little solemn. Yeah. I don't think it's a song that you would have heard anywhere. I think it's just some going to town and going with whatever he feels with it. So a trailside jam session. I, I mean, it's not really a jamming, but it's, he's playing, and uh, is it almost like a almost like a funeral dirge type, very somber, solemn, or is it more hymnal? It's definitely not have anything to do with anything religious oriented, given mm -hmm. the source material and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So just, I just think I just think it's almost I type thing. Something is supposed to be relaxing. Okay. Oh, all right, all right. Something to get everybody relaxed. I see. Okay. 
Well, that sounds like the angels came down from on high and spread them wings and had them little harps going. I'm sorry, as it it moved me. It was that was very nice. I'm surprised you're out on the trail with the likes of us when you could just be playing up the, the grand operas in Nashville or that theater in Washington or. Well, maybe not that theater on account of everything that happened there, but you play good, son. You play good. He just gives you a little nod. Thank you. It's been a couple of years and a, and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. The best things generally are. Although there's not as much tears in my cooking. Not anymore. I, I got actual salt now. That just raises further questions. <laughs> I'm just fun, and I always had the salt. Would have thought maybe it was too spicy for some people. We'll drive them. Oh, I, I try not to go that spicy, although there was a Mexican gentleman who demanded that I, I, I heat up the cooking with them jalapenos. Mm. Well, one thing led to another, and the man's tongue fell out, but it wasn't my fault. He he had a bad hand on a poker game. Still wonder what happened to him. Couldn't tell you? No, I'm sure you couldn't. <clears throat> Although, the way you're playing that thing, you might evoke a memory or two. Even if I prefer you wouldn't. But what brings you out here on this trail... Other than the promise of fabulous sums of money. He starts uh, playing a little bit more. What's wrong with fabulous sums of money? And he looks to the other two companions here to see if they have any complaints about fabulous sums of money. Uh, I don't have any complaints about money. I'm pretty pro-money. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I feel confident in saying that we're all for the concept of money and large sums of it within our own hands. But what I mean is, why are y'all out here? I'm out here because I drive a wagon. That's the wagon over there, and he points towards his wagon. I have been driving wagons for as long as some of you have been alive, if not a little longer. And he looks directly at Sal when he says that. So you just drive wagons to drive wagons. Because you just like driving them. Well, I do like driving them. You could say it is a calling. I get to see so much of these beautiful lands. I get to meet interesting people. And 99 times out of 100, I do not have to shoot them. Which is a bonus, if you ask me. Huh. Guess I was expecting you to say something like justice. Or religion. And then you're saying something even goofier than those. Religion? Mm, no, no. Although them hymnals are nice every once in a while. I don't listen to them too much anymore. And what is justice, anyway? <laughs> asking the wrong guy. Why am I asking the wrong guy, Seamus? <laughs> <sighs> Everybody who's told me about something I ought to believe in always had an angle. They wanted me to do something or pay something to be somewhere they couldn't otherwise motivate me based on my own interests. And I spent too much of my time 
and parts of me chasing other people's dreams. So it's your dream that brings you out on the trail. What is that dream I find myself asking? <laughs> a dream? I don't know. Having a business, I guess, just to mind my own. A business? Well, I know a thing or two about that. Mostly what not to do, which is let the building catch on fire. You uh, thinking about taking that money and opening up a a nice store selling pickaxes and helmets to a mining community up in the uh, northwest? Well, I got a couple different irons in the fire, at least as ideas, but I don't want to get distracted by those. When there's step one, get the money. Get the money, I suppose. That's nice to think about what you're going to do next. I suppose I would buy a new wagon, get a another pair of horses so I could have a nice four-horse team again and drive that nice coach all along the frontier. Maybe even get all my way to San Francisco. So a bigger wagon and more horses? That's the dream? Yeah, I'm already halfway there, and I... <sighs> now I wish I... Now I wish you just said religion. I could say the open sky is my religion. I don't worship it so much, but I feel uncomfortable putting down roots for any amount of time. Maybe with all that sum of money from the bounty, I might learn how to play myself some cards. Yeah, well, you keep working on it, you might get as good as me. Didn't you lose nearly every game that we was playing? That was a fluke. I won the one game. <laughs> that one seems to escape your attention. Yeah, it's real funny. He'll hunch up and... He's going to pull out that whiskey bottle and there's about half of it left. He's just going to thumb that cork off and drain it. Same as we go back to his, his gadgetries. What about you, Miss Pepper? What you think about doing with all that money? You know, I I don't rightly know. There ain't much that I need, that's for sure. But just maybe enough to get me a claim away from here, away from all these people that look at me like something wrong with me just because of my face. Well, I can rightly say there ain't nothing wrong. With your face, or the rest of you. So you shouldn't be worrying about that. Now, uh, to the question of 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 claims taken, I hear there's some nice stretches of river up in the Oregon Territory, up in that Willamette Valley. Uh, and if if that doesn't uh, bake your noodle, you could always try your hand at. Farming, I hear that's real good too. There are plenty of wagon trains heading across the west before that uh, that whole railroad got completed. Farming ain't really my thing. I don't like to have to take care of these animals. I just want to go take care of them, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I have the hankering to. In the life of something and throw it into the pot. 
more often than not these days, but you know, even then, you get into them Rocky Mountains and Colorado and such, and there's there's bears up there, so I hear. Yeah, that's about right for me. Nice, pretty, lazy rivers. I can fish a little, maybe. And, you know, I hear the deer's deer and elk, too. I want to check that all out, maybe. Maybe set up my own little, like, fur stand. Oh, fur trading. I knew a couple of French gentlemen what did that up in the far north of Canada. They like trapping, though, not hunting. They had them, them minks. I, I don't know what a mink is, but the fur looked real nice. They they call them they call them mink stoles, I guess, on account of the man stole it to put on his his woman's shoulders. Just a little nest egg, so I don't have to scare no children no more. Uh, I don't know. I think children could do with a good scare once in a while. Make sure that they're. Keeping their head looking left and right. Don't want to get snapped up by no alligator. Yeah, well, I'm going to let the world do that to them. Not necessarily me. So you're saying you, you like the hunt. What's the what's the biggest thing you ever bagged? The most memorable. Got me one of them buffalo. That was pretty sweet. Oh, buffalo. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I kept kept me fed. Got me a nice new bedroll. That was nice. And I do. I I trap some small animals here and there. You know, it's just being out out and like you said, in the sky. Mm-hmm. This here, and she kind of reaches around and grabs a raccoon. That she's got hanging, like not a, a raccoon pelt that she has hanging off of her back. Uh, this guy, he was giving me trouble, stealing from me, trying to get my food. He had to go. Oh, I imagine he became a, a decent meal. And this little squirrel right here, and it's like a black tail, you know, really fluffy. Fucker followed me around for a week. Now, why would he go and do a thing like that? I don't rightly know. Like, do I look like a goddamn peanut? Well, I I don't know, but I'd say he's been... Put it that way. No, the answer is no. I was going to say it's been following her for a lot more than a week now on account of where it's hanging. That's just to warn his friends. I hear they can gang up on you. <laughs> oh, I suppose so. I never really worry too much about the ground critters. It's uh, it's the ducks and the lack and the quails and the and the other birds that that I prefer to aim down the barrel at. They're just not tasty. Some of them are. You just got to do it right. If you got a quail, you got to poach it. And you got a duck, you want to roast it. Same with a goose. If you get a chicken, well, that's that's you got to fry that. I haven't seen too many prairie chickens lately, on account everybody been frying them. 
uh, some new outfit out of Kentucky. You got some secret 11 herbs and spices. It ain't so secret. I found it already. It's a lot of garlic and a lot of that smoked paprika. Well, you are the resident chef. If I find something, I'll make sure kill it dead for you. There we go. Now you're talking. Yeah, trail food's always always much more welcome with some nice fresh game. Get a nice brace of rabbit. Maybe a jackalope if we're real lucky. Yeah, shame we missed that one the other day. Won't make that mistake again. Yeah, so what about you, boy? You get all that fabulous money. What are you going to do with it? And I have to worry about what I'm going to do for money. Yeah, nothing special in mind, huh? Just keep on going where the where the day takes you. Well, I don't have nothing that special. You know, we all got a wants to to settle down somewhere. Well, you might get me a nice little homestead. Give me some folks to work it. Well, well, I could could see that. You'd want something closer to a major major metropolitan area so an account so people can can hear your fiddle playing. Uh, You know, I suppose Dodge City in Kansas is all right. Oh, there's the blood between... Kansas and Missouri, so you want to be careful of that. Well, you could always go to Defiance. That's a nice little place. It's not too far from that old uh, St. Louis. So long as it hasn't burned itself down again. That was a, that was a wicked time. But, yeah, I'd say that you see the old family farms up for sale up in Iowa Territory. It's been a couple of years since I've been up there, but the corn was tall last time I remember. I did my staying around. I I, I put down roots and I found that I, it wasn't for me. No, sir. So I got back on the wagon. I've been there ever since. Crystal is, uh, once he's finished cleaning his, uh, his stew pot, he's going to take one of his matches and strike up a cigar and glance at the fire and he'll freeze for a solid two minutes before he tears his eyes away from the fire and looks towards the wagon. Well, I suppose it's starting to get on time to turn in for the evening, so if you don't mind, i go put my kitchen utensils back on the wagon and See all a few hours, I suppose. Yeah, I'm finishing up this and I go to sleep. He holds up a small round object. It's uneven and has like uh, little wires coming out in a tiny green glow. Like makes a zip and a little beep noise. And he smiles, his teeth showing, and then suddenly like makes a weird chittering noise. And then black soot is ejected in his face. His eyes are just closed. You're not asleep. Ah. Gotta work a few kinks out. He'll just open his hand and drop it to the ground, and it hits the ground like pops open into two halves, like a toy egg. Got a few uh, voltage wrong. I don't know about 
much about anything like voltage or what the hell you got going on there, but I'll be over in the wagon. I respectfully ask you don't disturb me for at least, well, till I'm up. And he's going to stand up and start half staggering towards the wagon on account that there's an empty whiskey bottle in his left hand. Okay, well, as you all bed down, uh, for the night, uh, it is uneventful. Just a regular sleepy night under the stars. It's a little cold uh, this high up in the elevation. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, awaken to an early morning dawn. I assume there's probably some pans clanging around as somebody's putting cowboy coffee on. Yeah, I think by the time the sun rises, uh, gristles up like the second that light hits the horizon. He just starts awake, like right hand on on his uh, on his colt, ready to draw it. And he looks left and right. Nothing else is moving, so he slowly puts it back. Slaps his cheeks a couple times to to wake himself up, and then uh, grabs his pans and such, and uh, he'll uh, kick fire back to life so he can uh, start making some biscuits. Pepper is up. She has been up since you know those first sparks of light kind of peeked over the horizon and I just kind of want to wander away from camp a little and see if I see any evidence of any animals that I could make um, make good on my promise to possibly find something for the pot or witches ah. or witches <laughs> I mean whatever's out there okay how far are you going to walk? Only kind of within like a uh, hollering distance because I don't Holler really know. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a unit of measurement. <laughs> I don't really know where we. You're are. a good tracker, though, right? Yeah, so I mean, you can go. You don't have to remain in sight, but you do a good shout. You you. Want I leave them to come my running. horse at yeah. camp. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just taking myself, um, my my uh, hunting rifle, and mm-hmm. a knife. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go let you wander uh, for a bit doing that. You can make a, a roll. Do you actually have, like, hunting? Or do you have survival? I believe it's survival. 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 Okay. Why don't you go ahead and make that roll? In the meantime, uh, what are the others doing? Well, I was awake, and then I rolled back over to go to sleep underneath the cart. Chris will be cooking. Uh, he's got that pot of coffee on. He's got the biscuits going. Um, he is, um, yeah. I think uh, he's got he's got some some uh, bacon. So he'll sizzle up some bacon. He'll use that to make gravy. So there'll be buttermilk brisket biscuits with fresh gravy. Seamus? 
Seamus is passed out, just like sprawled out in his clothes, fully dressed, with uh, various bobs and bits and ends and tools and a small like pattern around him. Like a, like a bomb of tools went off, and in the middle was a sloven man. And you're asleep, out cold? He's snoring very loudly. You know, and whenever a particularly uh, annoying dust particle is inhaled, it's like he coughs and sputters like a uh, smoking train engine. <laughs> He'll begin to rise as the coffee wafts in his direction. Very slowly. Gristle will uh, let everybody wake up at their own pace until breakfast is done. Because once once those are ready is uh, when uh, he will go back over to the wagon where he's got a, a triangle. And a it's a metal triangle and a metal baton. And uh, he'll uh, lift both up and he'll start ringing that triangle. Letting everybody know it's chow time. So, I would say jumps to his feet, but he's currently underneath the cart. You know, this way, the, the morning sun stays out of his eyes. When the triangle goes off, he sits up too fast, cracks his head on the bottom of the cart, and just fucking starts cursing and rolling on the ground like... Ah. <laughs> Might keep you out of the rain, but you gotta be careful sitting up in the morning. At least I got some fresh coffee and some biscuits for you if you get on out from under the wagon. At least you didn't sleep under the horse. Nah, I've learned that lesson. Ah, oh, fuck. Guarantees you a rainstorm at some point of the night. Uh, he rolls on out from underneath the, his little sleeping spot. And then and looking around, it's like, did I, did I hit my head too hard or are we missing one? Oh, Pepper's off uh, on walkabout. It should be should be fine. Um, you know, I guess we're both early risers on account. We seen we seen plenty between the hours of ought and not. With a start, uh, Seamus will bolt up. <laughs> Who the shit are you? <sighs> Wait, no, no, no. I remember. Wagon master with the wagon tongue. Yep. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. You look worse than I do, and I drank an entire bottle of whiskey yesterday. Yeah, I didn't. Maybe that was the problem. Is <sighs> he'll fish and he'll fish around in his uh his uh, heavy coat. He'll pull out a bottle of whiskey. He got any of that coffee right out of there, Mister. Well, I wouldn't be ringing this here triangle if it wasn't ready, so go ahead and grab your cup and have yourself a drink. It's a lot of words at the crack of dawn to say yes. He'll reach over and pour himself a coffee and then pour in some whiskey into it at the top third. You know, you got to cool it off somehow. That sounds disgusting. Oh, I have it on, on good authority that um, back across the seas in, uh, in England and, uh, and the Irish, when, uh, when, they're, when they're growing their, their potatoes and such, they'll, uh, they'll, 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 they'll cut their, their whiskey with coffee or, or vice versa. They call it Irish-style coffee. Of course, I heard that, and 
Oh, back east when I was in New York for a couple days. Uh, so it might not be actually Irish coffee, but on account of Irish tend to be slovenly and drunken and uh, at all hours of the day, I figure if you see one drinking coffee, it must have whiskey in it. Oh, what? You... Well, he looks at Seamus. Well, I guess I guess the rumors is true. Yeah, that's me. Just paying homage to the the old country. If I wasn't as tired and beat the hell as I was, I'd have a readjusted attitude you have about Irish people. A lot of people talk down, look down at people like me. And it's a mistake they don't get to make more than about twice. Surprise to let them make it twice. But as soon as you're finished uh, bending up my kitchen implements and making a, a sorry sight uh, of your tools upon this campsite, I suppose I will readjust my impressions. I, 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 I don't care. You, you, you can think what you will, Wagon Master. Just keep the coffee flowing and we'll get along just fine. Oh, you can split that pot between the three of you. And if you really need to, I can make another. It's. Well, we can't be that far behind a couple of people on horses gaining with every hour. Yeah. yeah. When are y'all getting ready to go anyway? What's the what's the old old ETA? That's us moosing along. Well, once everybody's eaten and they can wipe out the frying pan and such, and Pepper gets back with whatever she's been doing and has her breaks her fast, then we'll be on the trail again. Ah, uh, maybe she's off trying to find salt. <sighs> Get it? It's a joke. I figure you'd appreciate it. No, I didn't find it all that funny, but I'll take your word for it. Mm. <laughs> Good idea. He'll get back to his coffee and whiskey. Let's cut over to Pepper. Pepper, you are uh, in some brush, and you have uh, your rifle out, right? Oh, yeah. I'm hunting. And I'm ready. You are tracking uh, some birds, some wild birds, pheasants, quails. Who knows? I'm not a bird person. Um, as you look down the site and you're tracking uh, these birds as they fly up, your eyes catch a glimpse of a wagon up on a trail. Uh, well, not up, down on the trail because you're at a higher vantage point. Um, you'll see a wagon on the side of the trail down below you nobody around it is this the same trail that we are traveling on yes uh if you were to continue traveling in on your course on your path that you've been taking uh it would lead you down to this area yes and i see nobody no um smoke in the air of a campfire that maybe was recently put out. No animals, just the wagon itself. Um, okay. So it is the trail that we are all 
travel that uh, my group is traveling together. Um, I don't really see anybody, so that's not a problem. Can I get a shot off at one of these birds, or have they flown the coop because I got myself distracted? You got yourself distracted. Drat. Well, so dejected. Uh, I kind of just. I assume right then is when that breakfast bell rings off in the distance. Uh, I just turn around and kind of softly step back to camp. Okay. Come. Uh, want to nod to Gristle and take my cup of coffee and just kind of lean back against the wagon holding it in both hands well boys we we definitely got something going on up ahead of us there's a a, a wagon up there but doing no transpiring no people just a wagon any horses none to be seen then I suppose we'll have to be careful on account of a wagon with no horses and us with a wagon and horses. I do think we uh, tread lightly here. Gus will straighten up, stretches back, and his hand brushes the, the pistol of his hip as he kind of surveys the area, because if he was going to ambush a wagon, he'd do it about breakfast time. Ah, I guess ain't no rest for the wicked. Seamus will down the coffee and like just grab in both hands all of his tools and just a fistful of dust and throw it inside and in his pocket along with it that bangs and jingles along the uh, whiskey bottle secured within. Sal's just like, alright, we're going after him, we might as well get ready. So I'm assuming you guys are going to quickly break camp and make your way down the trail? Uh, do we even break camp? <gasps> You're just going to leave all your stuff here? I mean, you made it sound like they were, like, right nearby, so... Not right nearby. It, you're at a higher vantage point. You have to travel downward, so it's it's not 100 yards away. It's, like... You know, she could see it, but it's probably a couple miles away. We don't have to be in too much of a hurry if there ain't no horses around. But what I am saying is that when we get close, you want to be looking left and right and behind and forward to see if them horses are going to show up what with men on them with bandanas over their faces and guns in their hands. You can sound like you've been on either side of that before. I have seen a lot of things on the road and the trail. And I can neither confirm nor deny that I have been on one end of that transaction. Pepper's just like staring into her coffee cup, still leaning against the wagon. I can't think of one good reason. For somebody to just leave a perfectly good wagon along the side of the trail. Not one. Something bad. Well, I can think of three, but I did make some biscuits and gravy. You should have some of those, too. While I do a bit of cleaning up here, I want to make sure that everybody's got a full belly, because it might be a long day. 
On the reasons I'd see a wagon on the side of the road is the tongue or the axle has broken. That's just one reason. The second would be that the horses broke away and they had to give chase. That's the second reason. The third reason is because the owners of that wagon are no longer with the living. Oh, the fourth Bad reason luck. is that ambush. Bad luck. Bad luck. Bad luck. Yeah, but the question is whose bad luck? Because it could be their bad luck or our bad luck. Depends on what's in that wagon. If we don't get to go with some level of alacrity, we won't find out. If we get there and it's already picked over, it could be one of a million explanations. But if we get there and it's not, it may be the lead we need. We don't want somebody else getting there first. Everybody else went northwest. We went south and east. Uh, I don't think they're going to loop back around. They're currently combing Wichita. Like they was <sighs> looking for a flea in a, in a whorehouse carpet. I don't know what kind of whorehouses you've been to, but I haven't seen many fleas or much carpet in either. That's because you've never been to the quarters of New Orleans. That's why. Yeah, well, I have it. Maybe I just didn't look close enough at the carpet. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. I suppose if we want to move with haste, we can. Maybe breakfast is all. Pepper takes that exact moment to grab herself a plate. And start serving herself biscuits and gravy. Clearly, haste is not, you know, what she's going for. Shamus just like looks at it going into her mouth, just like, just just painfully staring at it, like as if someone were staring at a clock on the wall at about four fifty-four. You know, you could experience the same thing that she is. There is a plate right there. He looks at it furtively and just licks his lips. Well. I appear to be outvoted. And he'll grab it and uh, look around at everybody for a second before hungrily digging in, using his hands to like grab the biscuit and sop up some of that coffee and uh, shoving it into his mouth. Gus will nod once and go back over to his wagon and take that cigar that uh, fell out of his mouth last night, relight it, wipe away where the uh, cigar burn is on his pants. That never happened. He'll just kind of get his bearings. Unless Seamus took all the bearings to make his devices. That's where he's got to get them. Just one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So finish up breakfast and then make your way down? Yeah. Uh, So you guys are just... Gus is in the wagon, everybody else, uh, well, no, only one other person has a horse. Yeah, there's yeah. a donkey. Back on my horse. Oh, we, got, we got a donkey. donkey. We have various equestrian options. We also have an ass. Mm. Hey-o. Yeah, but he's he's Hey-o. on the donkey. Mm. Look, okay. sometimes you leave the low-hanging fruit out there and somebody's got to pluck it. There you go. And Sal, I assume you're just riding in the wagon with Gus. Okay. Yeah. Are you doing anything special, or are you just riding up? I suppose as we finish striking camp and get on the way, I'll I'll ask, what are we planning here? Are we going to concern citizens finding a wagon on the street? Are we expecting them to 
jump out. I am expecting that they are going to jump out of the bushes and say, show us your hands. I could be pleasantly surprised, but we will see. So once we get over this hill and start heading down towards this wagon, you just keep your eyes open, looking left and right, maybe behind you. And if anything seems off, you want to pay attention to that. If you see a lot of buzzards circling, then there's probably somebody below them that is no longer on this mortal coil. They have shuffled it loose. If they are perched on the wagon, you might want to let Pepper and I look at it first on account of we seen a lot more than the likes of you. And we don't want to have you lose that breakfast I just spent the morning making. It was good. It was good. Uh, Gristle, you, you want me to ride up ahead to see if I can come around the side of them? Just see if there's anybody in the oh. Mm, he scratches at his chin. I, I don't want to get everybody quite separated on account I can't drive the wagon that fast and I just got a scatter gun while you got the long range thing. Let's um have you be forward maybe about two or three horse lengths. And if you see anything that's out of the ordinary, just call it back and then we'll... We'll play it by ear. She just um, digs her heels into her horse and goes right up ahead. About three horse lengths or so away. All right. Well, let's have you do a notice roll uh, as you approach. And then as everybody else approaches, they uh, can also do a notice roll. Wow. That's a good notice roll. Feel all right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Blew that shit up into a 16. Sal sees time and space. Okay. But can he see why kids like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> yes. Seamus. Seamus oh. on you. There we go. I'm sorry. How do I... Oddly you... enough, I notice roll. <laughs> if you just click ah. on notice, it will do just the rest. Click on notice. I was highlighting the dice; it kept popping. First, out. he has to notice the notice roll. Okay. All right. Um. I think it's appropriate. We're going with it. Appropriate. Uh, Pepper, as you approach, uh, you will um notice that the wagon uh appears empty. There's no people around it that you can see uh all the wheels that you can see from your vantage point which is you know mainly three of them uh you see that all the wheels look good the wagon looks good doesn't look like anything is wrong with this wagon um as the rest of you approach uh as you get closer sal you will notice uh, the same thing, that this wagon looks fine, but you're going to notice uh, in this area here, you're going to notice some carvings. Are they spooky? They look familiar. Uh, I will perform the appropriate counter curse by 
spinning in a circle and spitting on the ground <laughs> while pulling on my ears. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so everybody, you just see Sal just kind of stops. He spins around, spits on the ground, holds his ears. Well, that's a fine counter curse if I've ever seen one. Who taught you that witchcraft? It's not witchcraft. Witchcraft is evil. This is this is protection. It can't be used for negative, for bad juju. I'll take your word for it. Now, glow and praise aside, why are you performing a counter curse, son? Point to the the scratches here. These were the same things that were in the the barn back there. So clearly this is either theirs or stolen from theirs. So as you are saying that and you're indicating that uh, the markings, you're pointing to them, you'll notice it looks like one of them kind of curves to the underside of the wagon. Yeah. And it looks like there's more underneath this wagon here, which I don't know if I'm rightly wanting to see. Crystal will get off the wagon and uh, with very little fanfare, he'll uh, get on his knees and look underneath the wagon. Even though he can't read, he doesn't know what he's going to be seeing, but there's something under there, so he's going to look. Crystal, you're going to see a lot of the same markings, the scribbles that Sal is insisting is, you know, what he saw at the barn to you, it just looks like a bunch of cuts into the wood. Uh, and when you're looking up underneath the wagon, you'll see that along with that is that same symbol that you guys found in the dirt as you left the Bender farm. It looks like that witch sign that was cut in the ground is also underneath this wagon. That's mighty interesting. Well, this is definitely a uh, Bender mobile that ain't so mobile no more. And he'll start looking around to see how long it's been sitting here. Okay. Um. Sh- uh, Seamus will pony up by the or donkey up by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing y'all talking about witchcraft this and witchcraft that. I'm guessing this is a uh, a bit of a lead. Well, as you are a man of science, I encourage you to formalize a hypothesis and tell us what we are missing. I'll oblige you. He'll lean over slowly, tipping, trying to get to the ground, and flopping, kind of cough, catch himself, dust himself off a little bit. See what we can see. And he will uh, analyze the wagon and door, that exact same symbol. We'll see what old Seamus can figure okay. out. Sal, are you watching all of this? Uh, I'm, I'm supervising, we'll say. Okay. As you watch Seamus, uh, you know, awkwardly get to the ground and scooch under, uh, you'll see as he moves on the ground that his head ends up kind of resting on a small mound about mm, two feet long, about 18 inches wide, just a mound of dirt under the wagon. 
It's a nice little headrest for him. Looks comfy. I just kind of look at him for a second, weighing it on my mind on whether or not I say something to him while he's under there or if I wait until he comes out. Perfect position. My eyes are ah, the exact angle to analyze his markings. Okay. Um, Seamus, do me a favor. Just uh, roll it out of there for a second. I got an idea. I'm doing science. <laughs> right. You've asked for my assistance. It is here. Through great effort, I have lodged myself in a somewhat secure and comfortable position under this wagon. I require a modicum of silence. That includes you, tongue wagger. And he would, he would look at Gristle, but I'm not sure if Gristle can see him. But he can, he, he can hopefully feel the look through the the undercarriage of the wagon. Gristle just grinned to himself as he's uh, looking at the area outside, and uh, he's got uh, he's got that shotgun at the ready. Okay. All right, so Seamus analyzes it. How's that? What are you What are you out? rolling? Uh, well, we have weird science, but I don't feel like that's applicable. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's a skill we do not have, but it could. I mean, there's common knowledge, notice, persuasion, repair, shooting, stealth, survival. None of this sounds great. What would you like to use? Is there like a skill that I don't know exists? Do you have like an occult skill? No, no. Like a, just, it's called unskilled. It. We have that skill. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at the unskilled skilled roll. Do Biddy's only. Why don't work you like, do? Oh. Why don't you roll common knowledge? Sure. There we go. Boom. I hope. I hope, okay. I hope witchcraft is common knowledge. Um. A cult would be. A cult would be, yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, so you 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 rolled well on this one. So as you look at it, um, it does look like it's been carved in there for a while. It this wasn't done like in the past week. This this is old. The wood is aged. It's 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 been there for a while. Um. What else would you like to know? Like, it, 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 they're odd symbols. You can't read them. You don't know what they are. You don't have a cult. Uh, I know exactly what this is. What is it? This is evidence that they have fleed, flown, fled, fled, fled. fled. There we go. Fled. They, they fled. And they, uh, see here. Is there anything wrong with the wagon? Nope. Everything is. You're under there. You see the axles are fine. The wheels are fine. Yeah, they 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 fled, and then they had some type of distress and had to leave this wagon here. Continued on foot, maybe to a nearby base camp. Are there any tracks or anything um, leading to or away from this wagon that are not ours? Let's do a survival roll. Let's see. Or notice roll, whichever one you want. And for what's worth, Seamus was both in real life and his player being full of shit. He just oh yeah, he's, he's eyeballing it. <laughs> um, you do see uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of tracks. There's hoof prints. There's boot prints. There's wagon prints. Um, as far as how long they've all been there, uh, it hasn't rained for a while. Uh, you're going to guess probably the tracks could be anywhere between three days and seven days. And they're 
just kind of everywhere, you know, everywhere. not just leading yep. to from just nope. every direction, every direction. Well, on the on the path, on the path, not like 360 every direction, just on the path. Southeast to, to northwest, just just on the path. Okay, well, I'm just kind of like thinking because mm -hmm. three to seven days could be our perps, right? But probably I, I would I would have thought that someone else would have snagged this perfectly good wagon. So I am going to gonna get uh, get off my horse and I'm just gonna kind of push the wagon a little bit and just see how easy she rolls. Seamus, watch out. Yeah. Uh, Seamus, the, the wagon starts moving. What uh, the hell? What's happening? Witchcraft is <laughs> moving the wagon! Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Maybe not like a shove to roll over, my friends, but you know what I'm saying. Just a little push. Just to see if it does move, because it does. It does move. have taken it? It moves. It you, An you angry Seamus is uh, <laughs> a, a wild angry Seamus appears. Uh, Gristle, you uh, want another wagon? Well, that one's all damaged. Somebody scratched it all up. And it's really not any different from the one I got. Except for the old scratches and everything. Yeah, that's a horrible curse that's on it right there. Right, I don't, I don't need a horrible curse on my wagon. Um, I, I do appreciate the thought. It was very thoughtful, and I do appreciate it. You know what that curse does, there? Oh, I'm hoping they get a little digging at that, and I'll point at the lump. Might give me some clues, maybe. So I just push the wagon all the way out of the way now that I don't have to worry about running over anybody. Okay, so the the wagon's pushed out of the way. Everybody can see the little mound of uh, dirt that was sitting under it. Well, don't that look suspicious? <laughs> Verily. What me? I know I'm suspicious. This is why I'm a fuck. Oh, he'll he'll roll up off the uh, the mound that they're clearly looking at. Gus will uh, cross back around to the back of his wagon and pull a shovel out. Yeah, my back ain't the uh, ain't as strong as it once was, and so he'll hand the shovel over to Sal. Let's go ahead and see what's there. Yeah, he's just like, how can I get out of doing this manual labor? And then he kind of gives up on thinking about that and starts to dig. All right. Uh, so as you, you know, do one scoop uh, of the dirt, you throw it over to the side. Um, you rolled so well on that notice. I'll let it keep going. Um, let it ride. Yeah. You notice that um, there's definitely something buried. You're seeing like a, a bit of cloth coming out of the ground. Uh, and as you keep digging, uh, it isn't long before you see a dirty white gloved hand, a very small, delicate hand. Hmm. I'm going to keep digging, I guess. Cause okay. 
there's an important question of whether or not that hand's attached to a wrist. Uh, as you keep digging, it is not only attached to a wrist, but it's attached to an arm. And there's a head with um, dirty, but if you washed it, it'd probably be a beautiful color of strawberry blonde. Is this one of the family members, or do we think this is somebody else? There, hold on, I'm looking because there's somebody missing yet. They they tortured and buried that other girl alive. Remember, mm -hmm. that was a thing. So as you start clearing dirt away, you'll find there's another body as well. It looks like two individuals have been buried, uh, feet down, head at the top. They're not laid down like in a normal burial. They're standing in the ground. Um, if you guys inspect the bodies a little closer, you'll see that the young woman has a, a locket, a gold locket around her neck. And opening that up, you'll see a picture of a man and a woman. The man in the picture looks like a slightly younger version of the man that is buried with this girl. But the woman in the picture in the locket is not this girl, but looks similar to this girl. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. Uh, everybody roll common knowledge. Wow. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Pepper, you're going to guess these bodies are two days old been in the ground dead two days you've seen a lot of dead things in your lifetime that's your your best guess yeah tracks dead, been dead. yep okay so the man is in i'm sorry the locket on the woman's neck the mm -hmm. woman could be like a relative or something but definitely not the woman in the picture not the woman in the picture, but a relative of the woman in the picture. The man buried is the same man in the locket. Okay. Uh, well, boys, whatever happened two days ago at that farm, looks like it spread this way, too. It seems they can't keep it to themselves. Well, what are you thinking, father and daughter, perhaps? That's kind of the feeling that I get with these two. Definitely could be. It's not his wife. And as the wagon with all its scratches has been artfully positioned uh, above the top, I would lean towards witchcraft again being a byproduct, if not the actual cause. Uh, I'd just look at Sal and pointedly ask him why they bury him standing up like that. Can I roll a cult to try and find out that reason? Yes. You may answer however you wish. <laughs> Why do you think they're buried that way? I mean, I got a four, so if there's an actual, like... Oh, no. You got a four, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you could take your best guess. Um, okay. Um, it's, yeah. Uh... Well, I don't rightly know. See, it doesn't make no sense to do it with them standing up, because then you got to dig a much deeper hole. I think it's as wide a hole, but 
I don't think they cared much about all of the associated things that one would give a, a proper burial. So why worry about that? Unless there's something that's... And he looks back over at the cart, not wanting to deal with that. But he wanders over to the the cart. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and crouch down and see if I can get a look at the, the spooky drawings. Okay. You can. Yep, Who's uh, by the gravesite? And where are you? Where is everybody else? I still am. I am trying to see if they have their blood. Ah, okay. Bristles by his wagon. Okay. <sighs> Seamus is just sort of disgusted at the whole affair. No. And says, well... <sighs> hope we can figure something out, Sal. I don't think I want to get buried. Hell, they'd probably get to me first on account of it being a shorter hole. It seems to me that if you bury them standing up, then the spirits can't move on because the bodies have not been laid to rest. <sighs> Guess you wait till night to say something useful. <clears throat> He'll suck back and clear his nose, turn around, and just look off on the horizon, scanning it eerily. With a slight paranoid air, just just looking for something. Okay. Sal, what are you doing once you're under the wagon? Oh, give this the old looky look. The looky look or a cult? Uh, I mean, probably a cult. Okay. Out of five. Boom. Um, so the symbols, the, the main big symbol does look like what you guys found in the dirt. Uh, but there's some new little symbols uh, there within it uh, in the center of that circle, which would have been in the area over the dirt mound. And you you have seen a couple of the symbols before, uh, like in a you know like the the dime store drugstores with their pulp little stories, little pulp comic stories. Um, and you're going to, you're going to swear that one of the symbols you read in some kind of, it was a voodoo story. Pepper, you are digging in deeper. You're trying to look at the bodies to see if there's any blood. And as you tip the woman, the girl's head back, you'll see that the throat has been slit, but you'll see there is no blood anywhere. And as you sit and ponder that, the white glove hand wraps around your wrist and the eyes open. Thus concludes this episode of Deadlands, The Bloody Benders. This game references the Savage Worlds game system, available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. 
Savage Worlds, all related settings and unique characters, locations, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is... <laughs> there it is. The other awesome. One. Okay, got it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Super Cookie. It is 614, and I have to do the Deadlands recap because I'm the biggest loser. <laughs> so <laughs> I rolled a one. Totally biggest loser. So um, here's my notes. Seamus made a listening device and listened to a reporter and found some secret stuff that more about Kate will put curses on you. Um, the bartender is, was back around this scene. Um, basically it's now a tourist attraction. We've seen people taking things out of the house and the barn for themselves. Um, we, uh, we what worked in the stables. There's some weird stuff, weird knives and uh, weird symbolism all over. Definitely probably like witchy stuff. Um, we, a lone rider came to us from the West and saluted at the Colonel and said that they've been spotted heading towards Wichita. So all the bushwhackers basically like roll out hooting and hollering, heading west. Uh, we, I, I go out and I start tracking and I find some tracks and we all kind of follow them about two miles away on Bender land. We find a symbol on the ground. There's definitely bad juju. Um, we have a, we found a sickle that we was used to cut flesh and bone. And there's definitely witch activity at this place where we're at about two miles southeast, not towards Wichita. That was the best recap ever. You hit Aww. all the points. You got, you got everything. And I'm sure... These three men here are happy you ended up doing it because I don't think they could have done it any better. That is 100% correct. I, <laughs> I think a permanent head. position should be a... Uh... <laughs> I would disagree with that. Mm -hmm. um, but thank you for the a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a permanent position. This is the bar everybody has to raise themselves up to. Okay, so we're going to get us some witches, y'all. Y'all. In the distance, an owl hoots. No, that, that's my cat. <laughs> an owl meows. An owl meows. That would be a weird West moment. An owl flutters down. <laughs> What's up, buddy? You want to say hi? <laughs> he doesn't want to say hi. Okay. Sounds like the owl flew off then. He doesn't speak a word until $10,000 is wired to his account. Hurry up and pay the cat, people. <laughs> that owl's Yo, name? If Bruce it was Willis. that easy, wow. <laughs> I, I will set up a little room with a live stream. If you guys... Uh, if you guys donate a bunch of money for the cats. Yeah, Patreon subscribers, take note. Take note. <laughs> I mean, it's just a 
cat it live stream. Need, it doesn't need to be a subscription. It just needs to be a large monetary <laughs> donation. Gift. Here you go. It was a gift. A one-time <laughs> investment. There you go. Cats are never a one-time investment. <laughs> no, the live stream would be, though. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, is, is there any more conversation? It sounds like it's uh, a little pulling teeth for you guys right now, but oh, well, we've known each other for like forty-five minutes, so that's why I figured you guys would need this time to bond. I I feel like I've I've been doing well. You have. You have been the old man rambling the whole time, and it's wonderful. Excellent. <laughs> and I see nobody. No um, smoke in the air of a campfire that maybe was recently put out. No animals, just the wagon itself. Sal will be looking for smoke on the water. Uh, we'll be looking for some fire in the sky. I was typing it. You beat me to it. I was, <laughs> you guys are terrible. I love it. I was tabbing in to type it. Uh, so finish up breakfast and then make your way down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Biscuits you guys and just... gravy. How can we <laughs> not? Gross. Because uh, you uh, haven't had good biscuits and gravy. I don't like soggy bread. Well, That's we not... could always just segregate them so you have the biscuits on one <laughs> side and the gravy on the other, and then you have, a, you have a demilitarized zone yes. of bacon in the middle. There you go. All right. And we're going to stop there. No. 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 Oh shit. <laughs> uh, oh, this is voodoo stuff. Because <laughs> they can't be laid to rest. Is that also like an makes getting that's out that's of the ground? Cool. It also makes getting out of the ground a lot easier. And Seamus is looking <laughs> at, and, and Seamus is looking for danger in the opposite fucking direction. Direction. <laughs> Nailed it, everybody. We just won RPGs. Fucking high fives. Seamus was using that as a pillow as he was doing his science, too. That couldn't have gone any better. Yeah, that could... Well, <laughs> yeah, when she said move the wagon, I was like, oh, his head's on it. Okay, you're going to move the wagon. <laughs> I was in here like... Oh, if, 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 like, hands had reached him and grabbed it by the head, yep. that would have been a... Fun... <laughs> Get the wagon! Right. Roll the wagon! <laughs> but no. Along the trail, baby. They let you get out of the way before they pushed it really off the, the dirt mound. So that kind of broke it and made it so it could happen. Woop woop! Mm. Yay! Guess you guys know what you're doing next time. Fighting zombies. Killing zombies. Fighting zombies. <laughs> God, that would have been so good. The hands reach out yeah. and grab chambers across his face. <laughs> I figured out this! <laughs> I figured out, you guys. Crack code. <laughs> so what's Got your it. hypothesis from down there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good. Good. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. And you're happy with how it's going? And if not, also, yeah. DM me. This is we're great. Getting, we're getting to some spooky shit. We need to get that, that <laughs> yeah. spooky shit going. That's right. It's the Weird West. We gotta. Yeah. I also need you guys to know who you're dealing with. Zombies. Zombies. 
Zombie! I mean, that's not where I was going with it, but... But, yeah. No, it seemed like the best place to stop, so that's why I stopped. No, that's fine. My ass is fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say that the whole uh, buried standing up thing, like, I I typed it into Google and Cora came back. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, the whole point of tradition is to make it, make the dead rest, as in rest in peace. And people don't rest in a standing position. I'm like, oh my god, Cora, that's perfect for Deadlands. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be the idiot that reads Cora answers and sounds so wise with yeah. <laughs> four smarts. You got Cora? I never saw that anime. <laughs> it's legendary. Oh my goodness, you guys. I I should probably let the boys go then. Mm. Get out, everybody. <laughs> <Good> <laughs>